Welcome back, everybody, to book two of the Final Crusade. I almost <laughs> forgot we finished book one. I feel we like I, I feel like you all didn't hear me. Welcome back, everybody, to book two. <laughs> the Final Crusade. All right. Yeah. Wow. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Um, must be a Tuesday. Must be a Tuesday, <laughs> and you must have all had to endure a level up and an introduction to Mythic Tears in like a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, you all are amazing people yeah. who have done it on the fly. It's definitely been a rule crunch this last week or two. What? Literally, there are conversations between the five of y'all with each other. Then each of you has an individual conversation with me going. On top of that, there is the conversation between all the six of us going. It is a lot. Uh, but you all have done amazing jobs each. And your due diligence is the utmost quality of what you could expect from players. So I do appreciate all of you. How's everyone feeling? Are you all excited to uh, see what looms beyond the walls of Canabras, perhaps? Nope, I'm good. All right, sounds good. <laughs> all in it. <laughs> all right, guys, it was fun. That was, that we, was we good. It, we made it here. <laughs> Minute-long episode. I'm just really excited about the intense amount of preparation that we've done, and we're going to continue to do on here. I know. I'm we're excited to get beefy. Yeah. Thick with two Cs. Yeah, oh, it's another yeah. bottle episode. Uh, but the fun kind where you hear about stats and things and, and everyone goes, what's that do? And everyone gets really excited. That's Ooh. probably one of my favorite things, to be honest. Yeah. It's cool finding out what cool like spells and like items and yeah. especially when it comes to mythic stuff, there's some cool stuff. I'm there. excited to, for y'all to jump into it. But before that, I think someone deserves unironic and sincere round of applause Crystal Adams, everybody. Let's give her a quick round of applause. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is my basement. Thank uh, you. For for those who uh, are unaware, which is everybody but the six of us, uh, Crystal <laughs> decided to kind of put together a little holiday gift for all parties involved, unbeknownst to myself or anyone else. She got us all some fancy metal dice, each one. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll pass it off to Crystal. Crystal, do you want to tell the story of these dice? Uh, Well, I had a couple drinks. and i was spending all of our money on christmas gifts and i thought man alex has really cool metal dice and everyone else talks about the metal dice when we get those uh flavor d20s so i thought we could all have our own set um so i went on to etsy and i looked at the the top dice manufacturers and i ordered one set from each dice manufacturer and then did a little like random setup where people picked numbers and they got surprise dice yeah and we did a What's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box? It's always Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Always Gwyneth Paltrow's head. (laughs) Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie. Um, And then we did a a quick hot drop, driving around everyone's house, leaving them on the doorstep, as only good dice elves can. I got these sweet, bright red dice with um, war axes on them that are like 25% bigger than normal dice. So that way when I roll... And murder someone's character. It, there's a lot of heft to it. It does 25 percent more damage. It does. <laughs> 22. Oh man, that is unfair. Uh, I am super excited. So thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Of course. Well, well. Then do you want to do a quick round robin of what everyone's dice look like? Uh, oh, more visual description. More I'm visual. great at this. Thank God we're on a podcast. Well, <laughs> we'll take some pictures and put them up on. You know what? That's a better idea. Instagram. Yeah, we should Let's post pause our for pictures. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead. We'll post them all on our Instagram and we'll post some on our our Twitter as well. I'll get the credit from the dice manufacturers as well. Yeah, uh, but they're awesome dice. We're super excited about them, and it's just very very thoughtful. But without 
No further gilding of the lily and zero ado. I believe that we should start with everyone's favorite pastime. Rolling for HP! Oh, it's like everyone's favorite thing where someone ends up really disappointed and everyone else... I just do it after every session, so I'm at like 300 <laughs> HP right now. <laughs> Is that how you play? How did I kill you? He's just practicing. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so I don't know who I started off with last time, so I'll start off with someone random from the top of my head. Lillian, let's roll that D6 for you. Oh, I got a one. I also got a one. Oh, wait. <laughs> so Whoa. keep it. Would you stay, like to stay, re-roll? Stay, stay. Let's would go you... ahead and re-roll. It's a tough call, but I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. I like the... to live dangerously. I fucking got a one again. What are these dice, Crystal? Ooh. I got a two. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you, you should test your product first before. <laughs> Putting it in the, wah, the big wah, show. Wah, Sorry, gang. Wah, Moving wah. on from that, Crystal, do you want to roll your D6? I now see the downside of buying dice for people because every Ooh, time they roll, they're going to be like, thanks, Crystal. So, <laughs> what the hell, Crystal? A moment's elation followed by like three years of this campaign and people blaming you. Um, all right, ready to roll that D6, Crystal? Always. Always. Two. Four. Hey, I'll take there it. There we go. All right, I'm going to go with... Travis, what are we rolling for you, buddy? Eight, por favor. Eight, por favor. Here we go. I mean, it's only a D6, but I want eight. <laughs> I'm just joking. It is a D8, but I thought that was funny. What'd you roll? <laughs> Two. Three. Oh, my oh, God. God. Good thing you all got extra HP at the end of last round. Right? Paul, what are we rolling for you, buddy? Uh, D8. D8 as well. I'm going to stick with the... Six. Five. Woo. Not okay. bad. Best roll thus far. Yeah. Woody, what are we rolling for right. you, big cat? A D10. Literal big cat. D10. Yep. Seven. One. Man, I'm right, rolling. I'm rolling straight junk. <laughs> yeah, keep keep, 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 keep doing that. Keep doing that. <laughs> I am picking. Di- I have to pick different dice for uh, the <laughs> rolls that I'm doing. Um, so... Great. Now, we'll, we'll backtrack in that order. Uh, I'll have everyone discuss anything fun you think you got for sixth level. If you could discuss your mythic tier. Now, there are certain things I have asked some of you to withhold, uh, specifically some feats in particular, um, that will come up in the story as we do it. But if you want to tell us what exciting things you're getting for your sixth level and what exciting things you're getting for your mythic tier... Sierra, if we could hear a little more about Lillian Fade. Okay. Lillian, despite getting a two on that HP roll just barely, is feeling pretty beefy. She um she took a new hex. Uh which thank you, Crystal, for allowing me to take the slumber spell slash hex from you yeah um and with that new hex i also got a new mythic the path ability that is called mythic hex that allows me to automatically succeed on the first round for any target of my hexes so basically everybody's gonna be sleeping 
That's what I call a party. Do you want to tell everyone Lillian's new catchphrase? <laughs> I think um, I have to give credit where credit is due. This is one that Alex came up with um, after I was comparing myself to the fairy godmothers who put the entire kingdom to sleep in that one classic Disney Sleeping Beauty. Um, I think the catchphrase is when something like bibbity bobbity go the fuck to sleep. Because <laughs> they literally fall asleep for the first round, and then the next round they can see if they wake up or if they continue to sleep. In addition, wow. slumber has no hit dice limit. Oh, just to what? save. So right. yeah. she just as a hands hex. out as a as hex. A... It doesn't. Yeah, which is pretty cool. What else you got going on here? Well, as a hex, uh, you can cast that on everybody, else? right? That's all I've ever been excited. No, just kidding. I do have some new spells. Um, I do have, um, like I can speak with the dead. I can Ooh. make a, a suggestion, a really powerful one that, um, more or less non-consensually determines for the person who I'm targeting. I believe most of next... those spells are not like charm suggestion. <laughs> yeah, it's all just like, yeah. you're doing this now. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. yep exactly. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's, that's, oh, and then I forgot about mind shock, which Ooh. I can pair with a weapon, which I know Lillian ends up using her crossbow more than she would like. So I figured why not add a little bit of spunk to that, um, put a spell on it to do more damage. So basically I can control somebody's mind to make them think of the worst thing that they can think of. And it just, it really hurts emotionally, you know? Anyways. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. That I, I, I am excited and terrified. Uh, when you explained to me earlier today your uh, slumber um, mythic hex combo, I was like, well, that's going to be a lot of fun for them and not a lot of fun for me. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Bip, bop, boop. Uh, Crystal, tell us about what Tammy's getting. What's going on with Tammy? Um, are we just doing level up stuff? We're doing, and you can do mythic tiers. If there's something yeah. you don't want to share, want it, want it come out later, you're welcome to, to hold it back. Yeah. Um, I took some typical stuff. I took a spell penetration that seemed pragmatic. Um, mythic stuff. Yeah, I took, um, what did I take? Arcane Surge. No, no, no. What did I? <laughs> Wild Arcana. Wild Arcana. Yeah, what is that a subtype of? It's That's just a feature. feature. Archmage. Archmage feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Archmage, okay. Yeah. My Archmage feature is Wild Akrana, which is the same thing that Lillian took. Uh, I took Enduring Armor because I figured I should probably beef up my AC, so that gave me a plus four armor bonus, which is pretty sweet. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's that like a... permanent mage armor, basically. Oh. Yeah. Does it yeah. stack with it? It does oh. not. Okay. It's just an armor bonus as per normal. Gotcha. But it's like you never have to have it cast on you ever again. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, oh, I also took Mythic Spell Lore, so I can cast Mythic Spells. Yeah, which is going to be also awful in its own unique set of ways. <laughs> um, any feats? What was your feat again? Spell something? Uh, mythic something? Spell Lore is a Mythic feat, or mm. I think I'm butchering that name, but um, there's a feat and ability. They allow you to do the same thing, cast Mythic Spells. Well, your normal feat. My normal feat is spell penetration. Right. So just up in that, uh, getting past spell resistance a little easier. Yeah. Don't you get a innate boost to that on top of 
She does. The, yeah. Against demons. I do against demons. Oh, Specifically. Okay. Yeah. So yep. Is it an aberration? <laughs> is it a demon? I'm going to get so many questions. <laughs> is it an aberration? Is it a demon? You is might it, as well just tell us. Is it my friend Chris? <laughs> I have a plus 12 on attacks against Chris. I hate Chris. <laughs> Stop taking that feat. I have a Chris Bane sword. Yeah, Chris Bane sword. <laughs> 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 and he takes 2d6 of mythical damage i knew he was a chris the whole time if anyone that listens to us is named chris i apologize for that <laughs> yeah rant. we apologize in advance we don't i actually don't know anyone named chris. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> recognition um, i'd like to apologize to my brother <laughs> sorry chris um who's up next on the ballot? i believe it was travis travis what's poe doing what's going on with poe poe at sixth level gets a roguish talent he chose shadow duplicate so once per day as an immediate action when the rogue is hit the rogue can create a single shadow duplicate of themselves um and it's similar to mirror image cool so that's pretty sweet that is pretty sweet that's pretty sweet pretty exciting as a feat Poe has Dazzling Display, and with that, he can use a full round action to attempt to intimidate all enemies within 30 feet. Um, Is it useful? Debatable. But it is called (laughs) Dazzling Display, and it's Poe. For those at home who who may not know, though some people spit stuff out on the fly, Travis has given me like up to level 10, his entire feet tree and path that he's laid out. It's... It's like playing chess. At some point in time, he's going to hit a level where everything is going to kind of unzip, and then it's going to be terrible. Hopefully. Um, terribly fun. That's the plan. And then his mythic talent is called Deadly Dodge. Uh, Poe is feeling vulnerable lately, that time that he almost died but kept it to himself. Which, which time? Yeah. So... <laughs> For his talent, he took Deadly Dodge, part of the trickster path ability. And with Deadly Dodge, as a swift action, he can expend one use of mythic power to gain a plus four dodge bonus to the AC. Additionally, if a creature misses a melee attack against him, it provokes an AOO. That's pretty sweet. And pretty psyched about that. That's all. Fine. Awesome. I feel like now is also a good time to mention um, a particular trait that Lillian has that now makes her, um, allows her to hold her witch knife without actually having that um, obstruct her oh, ability yeah. to cast spells. So then oh. I can Third be hand. a flunker. <laughs> yeah, she can. It's called Mythic Witch Knife. And basically, uh, it's she gets to hold it in her hand without penalty, and now she is always threatening and able to cast. Yes, that's nice. awesome. That's really cool. Very exciting. Shank, shank, shank. Shank, shank, shank. Shank that booty. Shank that booty. Awesome. Thank you so much for all that great stuff, Travis. Now, Woody, I believe you have something that you need to share with the group yeah what are so, you doing for six level big cat did you bring enough oh, for the man. class he didn't ah. he only brought enough for a loo he's selfish yeah that's true uh so i was debating on going another point down the uh paladin track uh with the archetype uh divine hunter it's like you know what 
I think Alu's been killing some some demons pretty pretty efficiently, and I've been doing a lot better than I was expecting I was going to do. So once you left melee range, became, yeah, right. Once I left <laughs> melee range, um, so oh, now I decided that I think Alu is feeling a little bit like a demon slayer. Ooh. So I took a level into Slayer for my sixth level. Yeah. Our first multi-class. Our first yeah. genuine. So for for Slayer, a lot of things are going on. So um, I now get study target, so I get bonuses, only plus one right now. But uh, if I take a full round action, I get bonuses to hit and to damage. Um, so certain things of that, uh, and my biggest thing was with the bonus feat, I also took many shot, which when making a full attack action with your bow, your first attack fires two arrows and you only roll one dice. So it's all or nothing. So that's pretty sweet. But now on top of the fact that we get now at six level, we get that extra attack. Uh, now that's up to four attacks. But for my mythic feat, I also chose mythic rapid shot, which when you use rapid shot, you can either ignore you can either ignore the feat's negative two penalty on the extra shot, or you can take two extra shots instead. Ooh. So the reason, yeah. Damn. So so I could, if I wanted to, take five shots in one turn. Yeah. So the math wise, he rolls four times, but his first shot counts yep. as two shots. Yeah. And then yep. if he decides, because he can, the thing is too, it's wobbly the mythic feet, so he can either decide he needs to batten down and shoot twice, or he can shoot three more times at a minus two bonus each. Yep. Not including the fact that he also has deadly aim in his back pocket if he ever so wants to use it. He is. Yep. <laughs> I think Slayer is definitely. That's a good call for the yeah. like paladin archetype you took. That's awesome. Yeah, and wait, there's more. But there's more. Order now. Uh, for the for the mythic ability that I took, I was looking through and I found one that really spoke to me. So as a swift action, you can expend one use of your mythic power to grant all allies within thirty feet the benefits of your last smite or challenge ability. Oh. It's called Clarion Call, um, and basically, since we're tier one mythic, if I activate it as a swift action while I have smite evil on someone. Everyone for that entire round gets the benefits of smite evil on their attacks on that target. Dead. Yeah, I mean, it all it all sounds great, but it's it's terrible for me. Um, <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you so much for that. Last but certainly not least, what's Errol got going on there, Paul? Errol uh, took his sixth level in War Priest again. Um, for his sixth level, he gets a, on top of the bonus feat from the devotion points we got, he also gets another bonus combat feat for being a war priest. So level five, I took power attack. Level six, I took vital strike. Oh, man. Oh, and then man. For, my, uh, for my bonus feat, I was, there's not really a whole lot I can do to move 
boost my AC a little bit more, so I took toughness to increase my HP. So right now at level six, I have 74 health points. <laughs> you see, Alex, I already cheesed my AC so much <laughs> that I couldn't think of another way to make it that much harder for you to hit me, so I'll make it harder for you to kill me instead. There you go. <laughs> exactly. And mm-hmm. when you add that in with the you know the mythic level one thing of the, the harder to kill plus the... yeah. You know, everything else that goes We haven't mentioned that. that. Uh, for those at home who don't know what that is, everybody just got hard to kill, which means to kill them, they have to go double below their constitution score. So if your constitution score is 14, you have to be brought 28 points below your hit points to die. And on top of that, every time you drop below zero, you immediately stabilize. stabilize. Exactly. Yeah, so you don't so have to do con rolls to save. It, it seems really great now, but I think maybe around... Mythic tier four or five when you're all dealing with some bigger baddies when people are doing like a hundred points of damage. It, yeah, it's probably it's, not gonna make a big. It difference. might. It might very well be the knife's edge between death and life. But at the moment, it makes you all hard to kill. I would say. Yeah. So that's that's the war priest side of things. Uh, for the mythic side of things, Errol went the hierophant path. Um. So his path ability that he took is inspired spell it's kind of the same thing as tammy and lillian's uh was it the wild arcana yep um so i get to treat a divine spell as two levels higher two cast levels higher um and then he also took for his path ability this is pretty sweet it's called faith's reach so it says whenever you cast a divine spell with a range of touch which is most of his spells you can instead cast a spell with a range of 30 feet. Handing out stuff. Yeah. So I don't need to be in touch with my party anymore. I can just blast out buffs and debuffs and healing spells from where I'm at. Errol grew distant that day. He (sighs) stopped hugging people, (laughs) shaking hands. You could say he had a near-death experience. You probably could say that. (laughs) That was Um, the literal. But the, uh, the mythic feat. So the thing about the war priest... I've been embracing the cleric side pretty heavily up until about fifth level. Then fifth level started to dip more into the fighter side. And then sixth level definitely dipped into the fighter side. And I'm uh, continuing to go that path. So for my mythic feat, I took mythic power attack. (laughs) And so instead of (laughs) doing a minus two plus four, it's a minus two plus six. But when I crit, I double that to a plus 12, and then I multiply it by my crit multiplier. So if I crit with a Vital Strike Mythic Power Attack, it is a 3d8 plus 32 damage. And Why? Not, not much. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah, the Mythic Power Attack is mostly built for, for critting, but... That'll, oh. that'll play into my, my new weapon, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that once we go <laughs> shopping. <laughs> so, pretty pretty excited. Awesome. I mean, I'm excited for all of y'all. I, I just genuinely, I had so much fun talking to everybody. Everyone's so hyped about everything that's going on. Um, I mean, on Saturday, I spent like six hours building out the campaign, getting maps ready, and Crystal spent six hours building her character uh, at the same time. It took me a long time. It took everybody yes, a long time. I had individual like Zoom meetings with like Sierra. Uh, I talked with Woody on Discord. You and I had an email chain going back and forth. Uh, Travis sent me 
texts uh, at like 1030 at night about feats he was wondering about. Uh, you're like, I have a question for you. And then I would respond in the morning. Um, it was all, everyone was really pulling on all cylinders. And I just want to thank you all so much. It's been harrowing, but also an absolute blast at the exact same time. I canceled all of my friends. All my plans to hang out with all my friends, yeah. just for you, <laughs> exactly, and for no other reason. Because we had so much else <laughs> no going on. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, the, the nothing else going on. Isn't that right? People that are inside of the Zoom meeting in the iPad right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yay! But from there, I think it's time we jump into things. You find yourselves on this demiplane, this literal denizen from a god having just unlocked within you this amazing power. And with a snap of their fingers, they send you right back. You all find yourselves once more in your room at Defender's Heart. Lillian and Tammy still have their dates in hand, having munched on them, stopped, if only a second, to have the untold power of the gods unlocked within them, and perhaps they're still munching away on them. Everybody's still in simple cloth, except for Errol, who has put on his armor. Sitting there in Defender's Heart, not really having left your room yet, save for some who have gone to the pantry. Knowing that outside of the safety of these walls waits people you know, people you don't know, and a future that seems all but uncertain. But all you know right now is that you're all a bunch of badasses ready to walk around and kick some ass so what do you all want to do it's tough to know where to start yeah, <laughs> yeah i feel like you said it kick some ass let's do it <laughs> kick some ass you know, first but i first i want to go shopping i was thinking we could chat about um what we wanted to divvy up in terms of scrolls and spell books, and then we could talk about what we wanted to divvy up in terms of like armor and protection. You and then based off of how those things go, yeah. we go shopping. So you, all of your normal gear is sitting, your weapons and your armor. But as you look, your you sack of holding isn't there anymore um, in addition to most things. So they left the things they assumed that you may need if a raid happened, say, um, but your various trinkets, small bobs and bits, uh, are not there currently. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rest of our shit? We asking? Uh, we go, <laughs> we're asking the let's room. Let's go look around yeah, and try to a... find our shit. Room! <laughs> <laughs> Where is our stuff? The room um, creaks I'm back. I'm trying to find um, uh, uh, Erebeth. Yes. Uh, yeah, you, you can definitely leave. So as you all leave, would you like to, to put on some of your armor, maybe rearm yourself just in case? Yeah. I'll put on what I've got. All right. Yeah. Alu's going to put uh, on his armor and pick up good old Radiance and sling it over his shoulder. Yeah, so you all are moving around, grabbing your weapons and stuff. Alu, as you move to your weapon, you see it's glowing brightly as if someone has commanded the word Radiance on it. Oh, not again! 
<laughs> it wasn't me this time. I know I say that every time, but this time it really wasn't me. Poe, as you look at his bow, you don't know what he's saying. He's just a man looking at a mundane-looking bow and, bow and arrow that is not doing anything. Also, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I know it wasn't me, and I know I always say it wasn't me, but I don't also know what you're talking about. You're just talking to yourself, boy. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to hold out the bow. Do you not see the light? It is glowing right now. Did you call out for it? I see as, the light in your eyes, and that's it. As you hold the bow in your hand, you feel this epic surge of energy into it, and the glowing subsides. Much like the glowing that you experienced before, radiance and some of its small latent power has been unlocked now that it is handled by a mythic paladin. Oh, what? Radiance is no longer your standard plus one cold iron longbow. It is now a plus one cold iron legendary weapon. It has two (laughs) uses of legendary power, which means that twice a day, as a swift action, I believe, you can add a d6 to your attack rolls or to CMB checks, as you see fit. Sweet. Is that, is that, do you, do you know if that's before or after the roll? Uh, it's actually after the roll is resolved, I believe. I think you can still instigate it, just like Mythic Surge. It is, it works like Mythic Surge, but it's the own pool of its own power inside the weapon. So I pretty much get an extra two points of Surge, more or less. In addition, if you so wish, you can switch it out with your Mythic Surge dice as you yourself continue down the track. So, though it seems a simple D6 may not be much, as you continue to level up, a D8, a D10, a D12, who knows? But they all unfold before you and lend themselves the legendary power with Holden inside of Radiance. Thank you. Neat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. Thanks, Paisa. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jason Bowman. Uh, and also the person that wrote uh, Swords of something. Um, but yeah, that's what you see and what you experience. But without that, not much else seems to happen. You put on your clothes and affix the various crossbows and dwarven war axes to your sides, and you walk out of the room. As you move into the hallway, you are immediately struck by something. The place that you've known as Defender's Heart seems very similar, but so different all at the same time. There are just as many people, if not more, that now are inside the halls, leaning, drinking, talking to each other. But you notice that the sodden bedrolls, the ram-shackled state of everything, has been moved elsewhere. The people that were living in the hallways are no longer there. You also notice that the people that now occupy the hallways are well-armed and well-armored, all with a symbol on their chest. Everything looks cleaner, looks newer, better kept, fresher. Though there are more people, this place looks much more like a place you'd want to find yourself in. Poe might regret this. A true defender's art. I like that. (laughs) Poe might regret this, but he got up, 
felt the loose clothing. It was a nice reprieve from the usual skinny jeans. Took off his shirt and uh, put his concealed um, sawtooth sabers down his pants, but he just left those nice flowing cotton pants on. So he might regret that, but just wanted to make that clear that he's trying out a new look. That's fair. I mean, he they knew they left your like at this point in time blood covered and desiccated like ripped uh sleeve that's definitely been made from scales at some point in time with your stuff they didn't know if it was magical but they knew you were wearing it when they found you so they were like i guess so all of your stuff is still there maybe it has personal maybe, yeah it's like folded neatly <laughs> maybe it's a sleeve of demon bane that we need to have next to a demon it's weird he was wearing this but all of that is still there intact and you put it all right back on um without any a moment's hesitation it's like a basketball player's like arm sleeve yeah or a quarterback's <laughs> arm sleeve exactly as you move through the halls you see some familiar faces, perhaps some store owners from before. Um, the first person that you do run into is Anivia. She has been sitting in a chair reading a book, and she looks up to find you all, and she stands on both of her two good feet now. Oh, thank, thank, thank heavens. You, when you woke up, I was afraid to go back in there, but I'm so, so glad that you are. She starts getting a little teary-eyed. I'm just glad that you made it back. And I'm just glad that you brought her back with you. I I will never be able to thank you enough. I'm so glad that your foot is fixed. And Poe runs up and gives her a big hug. And she <laughs> hugs you as strongly and as firmly as she possibly can. So excited to be reunited with her friend Poe. <laughs> she pulls away from Poe still kind of embracing him ever so slightly as you do as you try to have a normal conversation while hugging someone else wipes a tear <laughs> from her eye I assume you, you're going to want to talk to her to see what happened and what, what you need to be doing next you know I see quite a bit's changed around here I, I, don't, I don't have my bag either and my barrel of salt's missing. <laughs> <laughs> she. <laughs> I have good news. Your bag and much more waits for you in the other halls, but. Errol. What? We used your salt. Oh. No! <laughs> <laughs> How could you? She hands you some salted beef. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose this makes up for a little of it. <laughs> what, please tell us what did you at least use the salt for that's a great question <laughs> let me go through at least 30 minutes of role play to discuss oh the various denaturing and, and preserving of meats uh, and, and various other goods that <laughs> Alex <laughs> and that is a complete list <laughs> of everything <laughs> Oh, man. I can't believe you all sat there for four hours as I discussed the processes oh. in depth. But let's go find you, Beth. It's almost long. You're having more of that jerky. <laughs> oh, no. You ate it all while I was oh. having that speech. We oh. need daily rations. We haven't had food in, like, weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so you all walk with Anivia back into the main hall. 
Um, Erebeth sits at a table going, pouring over maps, documents, the ones that you recognize from the Grey Garrison that you brought. Um, she's coordinating efforts. There are There is two or three runners standing in the corner as you walk in, kind of seeing what's happening. Every so often she'll move her hand and she'll wave it and a runner will come up to her. She'll whisper something quickly to him and he'll take off clearly either distributing, investigating, or doing something else of the like from where she sits. Oh, good. She said you were up. Please, come join me. And she points at the large, long table in front of her. Errol sits at the head. Poe sits on the table. <laughs> Lillian just sits down like a normal person. That's <laughs> like a normal person, but... Her eyes like barely peek over the table. She's kicking her legs <laughs> like a child. <laughs> She's swinging them. That was that was a, that was a truly great shtick. Thank you for for following that through. Where's where's Alu? <laughs> uh, Alu jumps on and bats off the shiny candlestick and then goes and sits down after realizing he did a bad thing. He finds a nice bookshelf oh. to perch upon. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat tower in the corner. I go there. Uh, and one of the runners like runs up, like kind of pulling his dagger out, and your best just kind of like waves him down and shakes her head and he goes, "That's just what he's like." <laughs> and, he's like <laughs> and he kind of nods his head and backs away again, uh, unsure of what he's seeing. I hope he's dismayed. Like, this is who saved us? We're doomed. <laughs> oh my god, we are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done my best to keep things running while you all have been out. It's been nigh on two weeks since I last saw you awake. They found us all unconscious on the battlefield, untouched. I woke, and everyone assumed you'd wake in kind, but time passed, and... We eventually had to put you off to the side, unsure of your ultimate fate. There is something that you should know. Through your efforts, much more was saved. But the barrier that protects Canabris and all of Galarian is now gone. I can't say much more, but I thought, the very least, as a friend... I could tell you, but the Crusader Queen has decided that she needs an audience with you all. Now, today she is very busy putting things together, but I figured with your time, you could go out in the world, maybe see what it is you might need. In addition, she motions back behind her, and you see your bag of holding with all of its weird stickers on the side <laughs> sitting there <laughs> and amongst a trove of other armor and various uh, things. Just a bunch of like local brewery stickers yeah. on it. Yeah, what do the stickers <laughs> say? Uh, one sticker, there's a Neverwinter sticker and everybody's like, how the hell boards. did that get there? <laughs> <laughs> you see one that says Unearthed Arcana and you're like, what? That's oh, not the right ugh. system. Topaz like, Solutions. It just says like Shadowrun, <laughs> but it says Shadowrun 6E and you're like, what were the other five editions of Shadowrun and why was it all skipped? Um, just a lot of very confusing references. Star Wars Force and Destiny on the side. You look and you see all these things. I think maybe you best if you go through. We thought it was only right that you earned everything in the garrison. 
Lord only knows most of us didn't make it out alive. But that is all yours. Also, I know before when you were last here there wasn't much to be bought, but with the Queen's vast resources, if you're willing to wait a bit, we can probably get you whatever you might need before your orders. Neat. Dope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm excited to pull all of our shit out of this bag and have it all come out just a little bit different than when we put Errol it in. Errol upends the bag across the table. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> As interdimensional space with thousand pound capacity empties across. No, don't do it. Do it. <laughs> the table cracks through the middle. I think it has finite space. I think it's only like up to 100 or 200 pounds. But that was a thousand. Right? Check that for me. Uh, Let's have a look. Bag of holding. Because like Handy Haversack only holds up to 50 pounds. Either way, that table was mahogany. And it held beautifully, as everything you upended into it was. Oh, okay. 30 cubic feet, which is pretty big, but 250 pound limit. Yeah, for a bag, bag type one. Uh, which is what you have. As you upend your bag, everything spills out, and it looks normal. But much like a dying glow stick, when you cup your hands over the top of it, it emits a small purple aura, faintly glowing. Uh, that emits no more than a half foot of light. And all of your stuff is currently emitting that aura. <laughs> In addition to the, the faint glowing aura of purple things, there's a bunch of gear that you don't recognize, that you assume came off the various bodies of the individuals that you slayed, and also from rooms that you may not have even entered. Before this all started, because my memory is decent but at the same time it's not the best i gave paul your ledgerman a full list of everything from the garrison that you would have grabbed had i not flavorly knocked you unconscious so what all did you find well we outside of the stuff that we kind of collect along the way but in the the final room and in some of the like sub rooms I have a horn of battle clarity, six ivory figurines, another 300 gold, a manual of war, scroll of dispel magic, a plus one scythe, an amulet of natural armor plus one, cloak of resistance plus two, onyx gems, and a little bit of more gold, 32 gold pieces. Yep. Oh, and a, a plus five evil outsider bane. <laughs> he's giving me the worst oh, look right keep now. going. You almost <laughs> had him. Plus five evil outsider bane whip. Because unless hey some of you decides to take the, the exotic feet, weapons, the exotic weapon whip, you're not getting it. No. Um, I'll do it. Blade scarf. There's also a blade scarf, right? So a couple of the things. So the manual of war was one of the first. I, I guess I'll go. Uh, in order. So Horn of Battle Clarity. So the Horn of Battle Clarity, for those wondering, the call of this hollowed out animal horn rallies nearby creatures to battle. When the horn is blown, all creatures within 60 feet who have not yet acted in combat are no longer considered flat-footed. The horn has no effect on other conditions or abilities that treat a creature as flat-footed. 
A barbarian who sounds the horn of battle clarity may spend two rounds of rage to act as if she had the superstition rage power for the remainder of that battle. Finally, we had a barbarian. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Really um, yeah. When I was thinking of, because you told me this. Uh, I was ago. thinking of, because you told me. And <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just thinking of like applications of this. And couldn't really find any like really good applications of it, and it would have if if Barb uh, was still around, it probably would have had a little a bit better, better, a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. But because like the only thing I can think of is is if the person that had it rolled the highest initiative, and then a bunch of the enemies were gonna go next, then he could blow it, and then like our teammates wouldn't be flat footed. Yeah, but it it doesn't specifically say like our people versus their people it says everybody. So, like, oh. if I went first and then I blew it, then if Poe went next, they wouldn't be flat-footed to take sneak attack. So yep. it kind of is like a double-edged sword. So, so mm. it's probably a, a good sale item. But this yep. one, Errol might be interested in. I uh, kept it. The Manual of War. Yep. Because bound in blood-stained leather, this heavy tome is scarred like the flesh of a seasoned warrior and contains many generations of martial knowledge. Once per day, after studying the manual for one hour, a fighter may exchange one of their fighter bonus feats for another combat feat. She must meet the prerequisites for this new feat, and she cannot alter a feat she is using as a prerequisite for another feat, prestige class, or other ability. This change persists for 24 hours, after which uh, time the fighter's feat returns to normal. The fighter may spend 10 minutes studying the manual to end its effects early. And the fun thing about war priests is that for feats, they are treated as fighters. Mm -hmm. Specifically, in addition, their war priest level is treated as their fighter feet level so you also didn't make mention uh because I, I may have sent this to you after the fact there are also six little strange um shards of kind of weird pale yellow glowing stone in there as well that you all aren't quite sure what they are i bet it's from the ward stone <laughs> you just oh, really gotcha. have no clue <laughs> i'm gonna Detect magic on them. You detect a great magic I on will them. Roll it. Can I perceive what it is? You can roll me a spellcraft check. Oh, okay. I will also Ooh. like to spellcraft yeah. that. Poe just wants to touch it. Poe touches it. Off. It blows your hand off. 24. I didn't need that one anyway. What was yours, Crystal? 24? <laughs> Way better than mine. The fuck is my spellcraft? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I got 23. Yours was better. You have no yes. idea what Damn these it. are. Son okay. of a... Roll again. Just kidding. In addition <laughs> to not knowing what they are, Errol, you remember in the moment the strange leather pouch that was handed to you, and you move to where you normally keep your letter, and in its place, you remember the leather pouch that was given to you by a literal divine servitor of Saren Ray. And there it sits, still waiting. And as he kind of detects magic, he feels that overwhelming power of magic coming from that. And he pulls out the leather... What'd you call it? Pouch. Pouch. He pulls out the leather pouch and... Kind of examines it and un undoes the the string wrapped around it and just takes a peek inside to see what it is. Remembering the foreboding words that 
you cannot reach within and pull out a card for once you have whatever it says has been wrought upon you. Go ahead and roll me a spellcraft. Mm, 14. 14. Do you want to share it with the rest of the class? Yeah, he'll... Uh, they didn't see you receive it, I, su- I assume. Because they she gave it to you and then they called, she called everyone else at the demi plane to unlock the power within, so... I'll yeah, let you play that out. Yeah, so while all we're right. kind of going over all of the the items that we've had, the new items, and trying to identify these magical pieces of stone, these shards, um, he's also going to pull out the leather pouch and uh, say to everyone, Oi, when, when I fell during that, that battle, I... I think I arrived here a bit before the rest of you, and I was I was given this. Um, they told me it held a very very powerful magic that once I drew a card from this deck, it would unleash its power, whether I wanted it or not. And I didn't know what to do with it. And it'll kind of like wrap the string back around it. Do you want me to test it or? <laughs> You're welcome to test it. Oh, oh boy. I mean... <laughs> um, I'll roll a spellcraft check. Go ahead and roll a spellcraft on that bad boy. Yeah, added two. I got an 18. 18? get an 18. Okay, okay, I'll do it as well. <laughs> no, no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> but I got like a 32. <laughs> oh, hello. A 31, excuse me. Lillian, you stare at this deck inside. Maybe you do the same as Errol, unwrapping it. Did you roll natural 20 on that? Uh, no, it's an 18 plus 13. So that's as you unwrap it and look inside, you have no clue. <laughs> Knowing so much as you do about magical cards, tarot, you've heard stories of various cards that float around this world. The deck of many things, the deck of many fates, the harrowing deck of many things, but this does not match any of those descriptions. This one is different than all those. So you only know that it is not any of those things, but something else. I relate as you just Should we try it out? I vote Poe do it. <laughs> let's let's draw sticks. Oh, Poe got the short one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to try it. Let's get some random pee on to do it. Everyone's tough talk oh. until. <laughs> well, we no. just leveled up. Nope. We're, nope. we're beefy shit. We don't want to. Kill off our own character. In just the yet. wise words of Poe's mom, she <laughs> is no bitch. <laughs> All right, get at it, Lou. No Poe should seriously oh, do me. No. <laughs> what a what a day! I am. Are we gonna do this? I'm so excited. <laughs> er, Errol like kind of opens it up and holds it towards Poe to see if he takes a card. I'm only gonna take a card if the team wants me to. I'm a team player. No, don't put that on us. <laughs> don't put that on us. It's your decision. Do it, you won't. Lily Do it, you won't. Lily's going to take a card. Whoa! 
Oh. All right. All right. Does she look at it? Oh, you, it, she has to take it. the she pulls card. The card. Oh, Pull the top oh. card from the Does deck. Does it have to be the top card? It is always the top card. That is how it works. Oh, can, can you shuffle Which it or does it like? The one that has the. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me the card. Character insta death. Oh my god. Yeah. The is card you pulled. Card? Oh yeah. These are all oh, cards. Is? They're tarot cards. No, there's there's literally like thirty to fifty cards in here. So they're real oh, yeah. cards and they all have real meanings and purposes to them. Well yeah, but, but one of them actually insta kills you? Yes. Yeah. I mean what? as far as you know, because as described before, it could very well be one of the infinite it's not the infamous card deck of many things, but you pulled a card of mask. M-A-S-Q-U-E. Lillian, as you pull the card, your race is irrevocably changed <gasps> oh, per the no. reincarnate spell. Oh, no. Roll a D100. <laughs> and your race is changed to one of the races found on the reincarnate spell table. Oh, my God. 16? 16. Dwarf. <laughs> Dwarfs have some different <laughs> things that are happening with them. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm standing right here. Yeah. I need you to roll me a D4 for the subtype of dwarf that you are. Actually, roll me a, a D5. So roll me a D10 because uh, there's also normal. So roll me a D10. And tell me what number you get. Oh, man. <laughs> Three. Three. Deep Delver. Dwarves living uh, far below the earth have the cool. mindsight and deep warrior racial traits. Deep Delver spellcasters may exchange stone cunning for the stone singer trait instead. Lillian, you pull this card from the deck. You hold it in your hand. Perhaps you did it surreptitiously. Perhaps you did it on a lark. As you do, you watch as your gray skin changes to a dull, pale white. You shrink and feel yourself become hardier, sturdier. Your hair grows longer and thicker, and you feel a five o'clock shadow crop up on your face. (laughs) Though you are a female dwarf, everyone knows female dwarves also have beards, and it's tough to tell them apart, per Gimli from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you and I will go over everything that has changed within you, but in the meantime, you have a plus two to constitution, a plus two to wisdom, and a minus two to charisma. Fuck. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> Tammy's going to be like, <laughs> don't even think about it. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Tammy's going to be like, too, too soon. Fuck so. this shit. And then she's yeah. going to, she's going to go, solidarity. And then she's going to pull a card from the deck. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, this is going off the rails. Oh, so. I want a party. Let Crystal pull the card. On a Tuesday. <laughs> You better pull up your tables, Alex. I have them up. <laughs> My character could, hasn't been alive for that long. If you could pull. <laughs> Top card. Oh, that's not good. The Fool. 
lose a level, <laughs> and draw again. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Do are... I lose my mythics traits as well? No. No. Okay. Oh my god, we need to quit fucking with Please this thing. Please stop. I don't have a choice. Well, yeah, she has to now. I feel compelled. She looks happy. Hand it to me. <laughs> oh my. I hope it's gain a level. I hope it's gain a level. <laughs> so yours. So first you pulled the fool. Oh shit. Just lose a level. Oh man. And draw another one. Next you pulled Tatiana. A fey queen appears out of nowhere. You draw this card after feeling weakened <laughs> suddenly, and we'll treat that as a negative. We'll treat it as um, a negative level for Pathfinder rules. Uh, make things a little easier for us. But you do this, and then immediately your hand moves without your knowing back into the pouch and pulls from the deck. You pull a simple card with a woman with beautiful moth's wings on it. The card disintegrates in your hand, and in its place is left a beautiful woman with moth-like wings standing, floating in front of you. What the deuce? How did I get here? (laughs) As she stands there, well, you caught me. I'll offer you my standard trade. If you sacrifice... Something extraordinarily precious to you. I'll let you look at the top three cards of that deck. Oh, <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> extraordinarily precious to me. If you sacrifice something extraordinarily precious to you, you may look at the top three cards of the deck. That one over there. And she motions to the leather pouch. And I'll let you pick one. Afterwards, it will be shuffled. And you will no longer know the fate of those cards. But let me free and consider this a sunk cost. Can I have a wish? I'm just kidding. That's a different card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Sense> um, <laughs> do I have to pick? Do I have to pick one of the three cards? Or can I look at all three and say, fuck it? Roll the luck dice. One to ten. You have to pick a card. 11 to 20, you don't. Crack die. <laughs> this tray is so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Compared it's to the giant. giant. Yeah. It's not that the trays are tiny. It's that the dice is gigantic. 19. 19. Oh, nice. oh my God. Okay. Oh, great. I-, I decided on the fly. No, 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 no. First, you must give me something that is oh. extraordinarily precious and to you. And she... She sadly and slowly removes her spring-loaded wrist sheath (laughs) and offers it to her. I'm sorry. I thought I was a fey queen, not some hoopty-ass bitch (laughs) who you pulled from the fey wilds. And then she, like, rolls her eyes and she hands her the thunderstone. (laughs) And then she, like, stops and she nods and she looks a little sad and then she takes the headband of vast intelligence off of her head. Oh! And she passes it to the baby. Whoa! She picks it off of your hands and goes, this will suffice. And she folds it up and she puts it in her pouch. She whisks her hand above the deck. As such, three cards are drawn. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> I hope at least one of these is good. I hope one of them is like a reversal. This feels like Vegas. Where <laughs> I'll, be like, <laughs> I'll let you know. We keep drawing cards. Well. Here are your cards. I will tell you their meaning before you decide if you wish to pick one. Please go through them one by one so I may read them aloud. <laughs> <laughs> um, flame. Ooh. And it has a picture of a naked devil holding an... A gold war axe. That's a rather nasty one. You see, if you were to pull that one, a devil executioner would appear and do his best to end your very existence. <laughs> Good thing you didn't pull that and got me instead. <laughs> These are some fucked up cards. Shroud. It's like a sad looking woman sitting. You instantly lose all memories of your past. Though you retain all skills, levels, and abilities, you never know who you are ever again. I probably wouldn't pull that one either. <laughs> Key. Oh, maybe. Okay, that sounds positive. Maybe. <laughs> and it's a picture of someone with two hands cupped together holding a glowing key. Okay, that sounds promising. Yeah. Well, key would mean you gain a major magical weapon <gasps> of your choice. Ooh. Does it say anything about my proficiency with that magic weapon? Well, you have to be proficient to use it, so yes. That. But any major magical weapon you can think of, if you choose to choose that card, I'll let you hold on to it and think about it so that the DM doesn't have to spend 25 <laughs> minutes of downtime having to decide what Sierra it is has you to want. rebuild an entire character, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to pass. Just kidding, I'll take the key. Good, and she waves her hand again, pulling the two other cards from it. Well, at the very least, you also were granted the gift of knowledge. For now you know what very <laughs> hateful things may await you inside the deck. Mm. Strange. I thought maybe one of you would have asked me to tell you what it was while I was here. Well, ta-ta. And she poof, disappears and associates into 10,000 moths that flutter <laughs> the various edges <laughs> of the room and out the windows. You know what? I feel like we need to even this team out. Oh, draws one. Oh, oh my god! god. Alex, you created monsters. We I have like stopped. no excitement in our life. I just because wanted of the to pandemic. put this thing away. I was just, te I was just teasing. <laughs> Hang it's on. because we oh have, like, no excitement because of the pandemic. Yeah, did you shuffle deck. it? I did. Can you oh, touch the deck for me? I, I, don't, I don't want to be wholly culpable. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe we should have done, like, one a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there a, a limit? <laughs> Rewind. There's not a limit. Oh, no. At some point, we got to pull something really good, right? Just keep rolling. Keep going. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You pulled the phantom card. Uh -oh. Oh, I mean, Wait, that, that actually good for him. Oh I don't know. The character's favorite item, preferably a weapon, becomes intelligent. Use <laughs> the rules for intelligent items to randomly generate the item's abilities. Uh -huh. If the character has no items, an intelligent item soon falls into the character's possession. Poe, as you pull this card, you hear from within your pants. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> where, the, where am I? What is this? Oh my, it smells terrible in here. 
as one of your swords, specifically the cold iron sawtooth saber inside of your pants, is awoken and becomes sentient. Oh my so god! That was a lot less death and foreboding than I thought was going to happen. It actually gets a cool ability, so you yeah, roll a D one hundred. Intelligent weapon is cool. Yeah. So Poe Poe's still wearing his stretchy pants, his pajamas. So he he pulls them up, looks down, and goes, "Huh? You know, not very many people get graced with this luck." <laughs> For the love of God, pull me out of your pants. And roll for your DM a D100. <laughs> oh, man. Can everybody else hear the voice or just Poe? Just Poe. <laughs> that poor, poor scribe. So it's, it's even like, more crazy. This person just changed races. The other person just got weaker. This guy's talking at his dick. One person <laughs> sitting in a bookshelf. The other person sitting at the head of the desk. We're doomed. 48. <laughs> 48. It can item can sprout limbs and move with a speed of 10 feet. <laughs> Roll me another D100, please. Oh my gosh. Hopefully it doesn't go through an angsty teenage phase. That'd be bad. Just run away from you mid battle. Um nine. Nine. It must defeat. Uh, slash slay anything that is diametrically opposed to its alignment. Now, please roll me <laughs> a D100 to figure out what its alignment is. Oh, oh no. no. What if it's evil? One. It is chaotic good. <laughs> That's actually really... That's amazing. Yeah. It is diametrically opposed to lawful evil. If it sees lawful no. evil creatures, it must slay them. This is going to kill Poe. Oh my gosh. If we see something that's lawfully evil and we're not attacking it, does that mean it's going to sprout limbs and then run at it? Not if I keep <laughs> it in my to take pants. it on itself. Oh, that's true. All right. And Errol yeah. takes the pouch back and <laughs> hides it deep within his armor. Alute takes one. Oh my <laughs> god. What is going on? We need a little thrill in our lives. What right, is fellas? Going on? I love this. I love fuck? this so much. You're all gonna love it until one of you dies. <laughs> I know. You know what? Been there, done that, Alex. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I feel like death would Baloo, be preferable pull... than becoming a dwarf. A, a blue, you pull the fates. Uh oh. Avoid any situation you choose once. Ow. You say, I don't wanna do this, and the fates <laughs> will prevent you from ever having to deal with that ever Take again. us back like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board with that. That's actually... I mean, that seems like a very... That's like a wish card almost. Yeah. To some degree, like with GM discretion, right? How do you want to use it? Does he have to use it right now? Do or I have to use it right to? now? You know, you use it when you decide to use it. Okay. But you Your choice. Take us back. Oh I mean, I could. Oh my god. Wait, what was the description Wait, of the so fates? I could... Well, I mean, so you could it... say, like, I want to avoid Lillian turning into a dwarf. Oh. No, you don't that have would to do probably that. happen, right? Well, it would. <gasps> I want to avoid Lillian having pulled the card. I want to avoid anyone having pulled any cards. You can undo 
all of this. You can undo some of it. it is your choice and yours alone. Is it transferable upon death? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> transferable <upon> <laughs> It's not like a bearer bond. I can't just, if uh, if Alu dies, I can just be like, well, mine now. Yep. I'll look to I'll look to Poe, Lillian, and Tammy, and ask, <laughs> "Would you rather go back to about approximately ten minutes ago? Are you happy with who you are now after pulling the cards?" You are at a negative level right now, Tammy, as well. But the nice thing is, is we have that scroll of restoration, which gets rid of negative levels. It doesn't restore her. Nothing can restore her save for a wish spell. Oh. What's a wish spell? That's like a level of nine yeah. spell. Can wishes be like retroactive? Yeah. I mean, they can. It's literally a wish. Like, are you hoping that yourself in the future with the power of wish uh, casts it then and then ripples through five years of time and then and does it now? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I'm planning for the future. Pope yeah, planned Pope for planned level for the 10. Future. I'm fine. Um, the stipulations of my card are that I can choose any weapon that's magical. Mm-hmm. Do I have to be able to wield it, or can I get it for the party, or just like get a weapon? You, everything is normal as applied, but you can pull a weapon for yourself or others. It is your choice, much like the card of fate. It is your choice. Is there a way for him to reverse me losing a level, but also keeping the weapon? <laughs> no, because probably not. You That's un- fair. You un- him undoing your card undoes yeah. the other card. That's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll maintain I, my fate. I I have an idea. You're probably gonna overrule this. I won't overrule it, but I want you to say now. I wanna, yeah, I wanna, I wanna be very careful how I word this. The monkey's paw is forever unforgiving. Jeez, I hate the monkey's paw. It gives me anxiety. Tammy, you are happy as you are now. Yeah, I'm good. I think. L- Lillian, got screwed would you would you rather go back to the way you were? I'm not gonna lie, I would. Then I will use my fate to restore you to what you were. But I also oh, know that as this you... is like my... Alu, oh. you cast this as Lillian looks at herself in her dwarven form, knowing the very weight that this card could have held, and it disappears from your hand. And in her hand... Reassembles the card of mask. It flies from her fingers and finds its way back into the pouch. Reshuffled amongst the cards as her sylvan form is returned to her. Poe tears up at how from sweet whence, that was. <laughs> from whence you were? Yes, <laughs> let's go with that. I don't. I don't know how this is supposed to go. <laughs> Lillian looks at her hands and feels her face and she's gonna like drop to her knees and like take off her bracers and like lay them at Alu's feet <sighs> oh I don't know what to say you saved me from an unimaginable fate I got you little fate I got you <laughs> is Errol uh, disappointed <laughs> Alu for your selfless act and for having undone the very hands of fate I award you and the group 
a dice of fate. Silver lining. Thank you again. It was incredibly sweet. (laughs) And you did it without any compunction to do so. So such great deeds deserve to not go unpunished. Um, I mean, have you seen a dwarf and witch before? I haven't. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> you were that about to. Really uh, I mean, I, I did for like three minutes. Oh, and take it, beautiful. Take it. <laughs> she was beautiful. <laughs> Errol quickly grabs the pouch from the hands. Like, You're fucking crazy. Of everybody. Come on. Uh, come on, come on. sits there on the other side of the table along with the runners staring in awe having watched (laughs) a fae queen appear Lillian transform from a dwarf back again I I forget what else happened I blacked out there for a second Um, I honestly don't remember Tammy lost her headband Uh, and a negative level she did she lost both of those things but the power of a weapon that she can get is going to be immense it's true so Oh, my goodness. You know, you give something to characters, and you're like, I wonder if they'll ever use this. Boy, howdy. I and then we draw dumb. four cards. You <laughs> drew five cards. Yep. Uh, what oh the fuck? God. We drew five and saw seven. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, my God. And three of those seven have returned back to the deck. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, that was some encouragement no, no. for that flavor. <laughs> The deck is sequestered. Everybody is in awe. <laughs> I don't know why I even bothered to plan an episode. Um, <laughs> what do you all do? I I like to think that this all happened within two minutes. Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed pretty quick. Like there was a small pause in there as Tammy uh, spoke quickly. Oh, and I forgot that that uh, Poe now has a sentient sword <laughs> that is committed to destroying all things lawful evil that can at any point in time it wants sprout arms and legs and move 10 feet around. I feel like this was like an, uh, one of the scenes from the Harry Potter movie, like one of the first ones where no one knows how they're doing anything. You see the camera panning and different people like screwing up their spells. I feel like <laughs> if we panned across the room as we're pulling these cards, that's exactly what it looks like to everyone else. <laughs> I'd like to think like I feel emotionally and physically <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> We've been to war and everything has been so fucked up for a while. We're just looking for like that next high. <laughs> just chasing the dragon. Errol has a little bit more discipline than that. Uh, <laughs> for now. Uh, well done. God. Oh my God. You know what? <laughs> I'm hoping it turns out to be a wash for me. Uh, Tammy, as you turn the card over in your hand again and again, it becomes a literal key. Uh, golden, shining, maybe the size of your palm, nothing larger, to stand in as whatever you want it to when the time comes. All you need to do is beckon to the Fey Queen, and she will bring you your prize for having decided against your headband. Your headband mm-hmm. that you received from Bara. Bara. What do you all wish to do? 
I wish I'd put up a mental block or drink more this morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go through Errol's day. Yeah, dead. Errol's had uh, quite the. Wakes up from two week coma. Reads letter. Transported to Demiplane. Receives mythical deck. All of his friends, all of them, pull from mythical deck. Terrible things happen around him. Puts mythical deck away. And it's on with your day. He just like takes, he's like staring off like wide eyed. He takes like one very long blink and then he just like turns and walks out of the room. (laughs) I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Time out. And he just like casually just like grabs a bag of holding with all the gear in it. You all wondered why I had you make your backup characters. This is one of the situations why you would need a backup character. Oh. Is this what you wanted to happen? I can't imagine. <laughs> Is what this you what wanted... you guys want to happen? <laughs> yeah. You know what? You saw what happened to Lillian, and then you still drew. <laughs> you all, you all wanted something to happen, and here we are. Oh uh, my God! No regrets. No regrets. Not even for a moment. Yikes. Well, um, I think Tammy's gonna go find a tattoo parlor to get that put across her chest, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Minus one across her forehead. <laughs> like she turns into like a, a goblin memento. Yeah. There's little tattoos all over her body to remind that, her shit. If she had pulled the shroud card, she'd fucking need to because she would literally not remember who she was. Yeah, that's that would that would have been fun because then I wouldn't have had to remember anything. You're like, oh, you just like burn all my guys? notes. <sighs> Remember that time we were going to split up like the ring of protection and the amulet of natural armor and the cloak of resistance before shopping? Yeah. It all that seems like boring as shit. Now. <laughs> so, so moot. Anyways, you're looking at this pile of loot. Who wants what? Who wants to roll for it? Who even cares? What is life? What are we all doing here? Oh, man. So, anyways. Yikes. Well. Um. Yeah, let's roll for that loot. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I am glad Lillian is back the way that she is. I feel like you all got like the the teensiest on a rate of ten, like a negative two all the way up to negative ten, as bad as the deck could be. I feel like and, uh, I feel like it's my fault. I did it, and then everybody had to do it. I mean, you're cool. Everyone just wants to be cool too. You're uh, you're lucky you... that we uh, broke even at the craps table. <laughs> <Basically. laughs> so like everybody was just doubling down, <laughs> and it could have been way worse. What items do you all wish to divvy up between yourselves? Um, we have a ring of protection plus one. Mm-hmm. So Errol would like to throw his hat in the ring for that one. I was interested in it. All right. Alu is two. Tammy already has a ring of protection, so she can go. Lillian will go for this. So it's just flat d20 roll, highest wins. Yep, flat d20 roll. Yep. We'll start with Errol because he uh, <laughs> was the first to express interest, Lisa's this round. Here, I'm going to try Ooh, to. Ooh, 18. Oh, boy. Son of a. 15. 15. The rich get richer. Here we go. Look at that. Straight on camera shot. Is can that I a put 20? a zero at the end of that? I think no, it's a two. No, it's a two, but can I put a zero? <laughs> you know what? I'll allow it. Uh, hey. If only to disenfranchise Paul. No. So Errol gets the ring of protection. Oh, wait. Well. William was yeah. rolling for it, too. Oh, 
Sorry, by all means. Uh, nope, GM rule. No, I got a one, so <laughs> Errol gets it. He, he gets it, and then he also gets one thing off of you because you rolled another oh, really? one. So like, you give him like one, you give him like one of your vials of I mushroom vials stuff. You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard you lost all yours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a barrel, but maybe you can make up for what little you have. <laughs> the nice thing is, I think deflection bonuses get added to your touch AC. Which my touch AC is garbage. Yeah. Well, but then if you cast uh, Shield of Faith or you cast uh, Protection from Evil, you only get a plus one bonus. Mm. What's the next item? Next item: Amulet of Natural Armor plus one. I believe uh, Errol and Poe both already have one of those bad boys. I, I Yippee! Have one. All right. Uh, all right. Alu, Tammy, Lillian. I assume. I mean, all it applies to all of you. So I assume you mm-hmm. may want to. Well, does it, it add to your armor bonus? It's not. It's a whole separate category. It's a natural armor bonus, so it's a different category. Yeah. I would like it. All right. All three of you, if you could do, do the favor of rolling. Roll. Oh. oh, very kind of you. Wait, what is Tammy at? Because now you're at negative one levels, right? Or yeah, you're I don't know, Alex. What am I at? Five. Well, so my touch is actually incorrect in there because I took a mythic... Well, all of mine. <laughs> Enduring Sorry. armor doesn't help with your uh, touch attack. It helps with just AC, right? right? But they're lo- we're looking at our all of our stats next to each other, and so my AC is shown as sixteen in there, and mm-hmm. it's more like nineteen or twenty now. It's 20. whoa. Well, I don't know what negative level does. Yeah, uh, nothing for you right now. I'll, yeah, well, nothing okay. for your AC really. I think if you don't want it, then Woody's the only one. You sure? Done. All right, so Alu comes away with the natural armor pendant plus one. What next? The cloak of resistance plus two. Oof. I think this is uh, on everyone's wish list. (laughs) Well. The PS5, the Xbox Series X (laughs) of the group. While it is definitely beneficial to everybody, Errol already has pretty high saves because his main stats kind of apply to all of his saves already. So he's going to pass. All right. That leaves Alu, Poe, Lillian, and Tammy. Um, Alu's going to offer, because correct me if I'm wrong, Tammy and Lillian currently have Cloaks of Resistance plus one, correct? Nope. No, because oh, Bart no? had a cloak of resistance and Paul took it. Yeah, uh, I have one, okay. and then I think there's another one floating around. I think Lillian might have I think it. Lillian might have it. Like yeah, on I think my so. person. I believe oh, okay. so. I think so. Yeah, that, we have we have two cloaks of resistance plus I one. I had my AC was fourteen, and then when you told me that the bracers were only plus one, I was like, this whole time. It's... Resistance is for your saving throws okay. only. It's not for your AC actually. Then so she's probably not wearing it because her fortitude is two. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, it looks like you haven't added it to your sheet. Well, good news. You just got a, a cloak of resistance plus one. Plus one. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you definitely had two of them floating yeah. around. Um, Unless Poe no. has it. Poe may have had it. No, no Poe. Okay. Alu's going to concede as well, considering my saves are relatively high since I can add my charisma to to them. Pretty on broken. top of all of them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Broken. <laughs> so that leaves uh, Lillian, Poe, and Tammy. Um, I'm good with my cloak plus one. All right. 
Poe will roll for it. Yeah, Poe has terrible stats. Other than <laughs> reflex. Except for reflex. Reflexes. Yid. Um, and I think you find yourself in a lot of situations where maybe you should have a cloak. So Aww. I'm just going to say that you should take it. Oh, the group. I think so you should take big. the cloak. You do a lot of fortitude and will saves, and I think you need some help. And it looks so good on me. <laughs> well, Thank that's you so separate much. From... No, like mental health. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> tell that to my sword. <laughs> Uh, we probably all do at this point after what we've For the love of God, get me out of your pants. Okay, I take him out of my pants, give him his legs, and sit him on the ground. Follow me. I'm going to just okay. assume there's nobody evil here, or else we're all fucked. He gets up, and he walks around, and he starts, like, shaking his head back and forth. What ho, betrayer of those who stand for all things good? And it moves really quickly back and forth just shimmying around ever so slightly behind you, never quite leaving your side, but definitely every so often when like someone comes by, it stands in between you and them and is like, nice try, evildoer, because it actually can't tell what alignment people are because it's just a sword. Uh, so it's just guessing. Um, and that's what's happening with the sword. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, I have a sweet cloak on, so... <laughs> Take that uh, sword. Alright, so those are is that it? Is there something else? Does this count as uh, magic or mis miscellaneous? Uh it is magical. And it's plus two to all of them. Doposaurus the Rex. I think the only things are the Horn of Battle Clarity, but I think that's not very useful. And then the manual of war, which really only applies to Herald, so Okay. He's gonna he's gonna take the manual of war and he's gonna kinda thumb through it and ponder if it may or may not be useful in certain circumstances. All right. Now with that, would you all like to move on to the market, sell off everything and buy whatever it is that you wish to buy? Cue the montage. Is I think we got to go through the scrolls in the spell book, unless you want to do that later. We can Let's do, just do that another time. We can do that later, yeah. Bueno. That, that's a drop in the bucket from all the gold, so. Yeah. And well, we, the scrolls in the spell book, we need to try to learn them right now because we have a full week. And if I don't learn it now, then I get one more week and then I get to try again before we head out of our adventure. Yeah. No? Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's, that's, but I, we're not talking about downtown stuff right now. So we'll get to that after you're done shopping. Cool. Is, is Poe's sword stuck to him or can somebody steal it? Uh, it is sentient and only you can hear it. Um, so, I mean, it'll follow you around as long as you want it to. Uh, and if it gets stolen, it'll call out to you and only you will hear it. Okay. He'll let it roam then. <laughs> what? Are you going to name that thing? Yeah. Well, you know, just for fun, because powerful things are as powerful does. Roll me a luck roll real quick it also does say that sentient items are treated as npcs so i feel like all of us would be seeing this shit happen <laughs> yeah. I, you know you all see it happen but only he can hear it okay that's what's uh. happening so that's how i'm playing it you all see this sword but only poke can hear it if only because it's kind of a, a blabbermouth, and i don't want it to flavor give you away to enemies 
Whilst your sword is roaming around, <laughs> screaming at people that go on by, roll me a d100, please. Okay. <laughs> Let it be known that I will chase after anybody who tries to steal it. <laughs> and I will enlist the help of all my friends. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. 16. Item can detect any special purpose foes within 60 feet. So that means if you tell the sword who you're looking for, it can tell you who they are, oh where they are, what they're doing, even if they're in disguise, even if they're trying to fool you, the sword will just go, it's right there, right there in front of you. Oh, That's well. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's but this table, it oh, has... The table is so good. And I was like... Because... <laughs> Item can use fourth level spell at will, fifth level spell at will, what? sixth level spell at will. You don't need to tell if us any roll... more about it. Let's just leave it at it does <laughs> a cool <laughs> thing. End That's it fair. there. We're having a good time. Oh my god. I'm... I mean, I mean, I would have randomized the spells though, so it could have been like a fourth level spell of like grease, uh, and that may have not been great. Uh, <laughs> so, but I like this. Now you have an all-knowing sentient mobile sword that only you can talk to it seems so perfect for poe the fact that you rolled this on a table makes me think that i just lied to you and gave you these stats instead um, honest to goodness and it absolutely hates and will kill any chaotic, chaotic evil or lawful, lawful evil. evil oh my god does it have eyes? Like, can I blindfold it so that it doesn't get me in trouble when a lawful... It doesn't have eyes. It has legs and arms. <laughs> it sprouts <laughs> and limbs and moves with a speed of 10 feet. That's, uh, that's, all, that's all it sprouts. <laughs> it is now worth a lot more, so you could always just sell it and get a regular one back. Um, you could also name it. It probably well, needs a name. Now that it's it's going to get named. What was, the, <laughs> what was the name of its property where it sent stuff? I'm writing it down. Uh, so... It is defeat slay diametrically opposed alignment. Yeah, yeah. The, its alignment is chaotic, and its item can detect any special purpose foes okay. within purpose. sixty feet. Okay, thank you. So I can't tell you who's a bandit, who's a general bad guy, but you're like, we're on the lookout for this shitty guy named Staunton Vaughn, and it'd be like, right there, he's there. There's Staunton Vaughn. He when can't we, get away from you. When we get in like sixty feet of him. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can smell him. What is this episode, by the way? <laughs> I don't know, Woody. I planned so much. And I was like, surely, Paul, we'll get to mass combat rules. Uh, the next, I, I don't know I, if we'll ever return to the campaign at this point. I tried. Because one of you may draw a card and you have to go find Poe in space. I don't, I don't know where this is supposed to go. And then this becomes Starfinder. Boom. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Ad yeah, roll a D100 for adapt, the adapt, overcome. <laughs> now we're playing for the rule system. Yeah, we're playing D and D two e. All right. So, you all done with contesting um, various items? I think that's it. So you make your way out to the market as you finally leave Defender's Heart after. A whole bunch of weird, weird shit happened. <laughs> Lillian, still pretty in shock, having changed bodies twice in what can only be five minutes. 
you find that there are so many more tents and carts. You start kind of putting two and two together and realize that the people that were more than likely staying in the halls on these Basadin bedrolls are now in these tents, uh, in these carts, in more comfortable living conditions. Around you is the sound of ringing construction, hammers and saws working quickly to re-erect walls and fortify uh, various accoutrements around the fencing of Defender's Heart. Everywhere you look, you see towers being erected and fortifications being made. The knights that you see are numerous, far too numerous to count, each wearing the same symbol either on their shoulder or in the middle of their chest, making Defender's Heart a safer place. As you look around, you do see that there are a number of familiar vendors still there working away at their wiles. Some may be a little better outfitted than they were before. Who wants to go get what they want first? Shante, I know you got those good goods. <laughs> Can we assume that we sold all of our stuff, obviously? Yes. And I'm gonna, that yeah. we'll have no trouble selling anything? There is every kind of individual that you could think of now that inhabits the camp. Um, magic users, fighters, barbarians, people who have come to the Crusades through their own means or reasons to fight back now inhabit the walls and city of Canavras. So it's easy to sell off anything that you wish to. And though it may take time, uh, up to a week or so, it's easy enough to buy whatever you'd like at this point as well. Neat. Uh, I guess Lillian will be searching for the faint aroma of magic items. So Lillian turns her nose to the sky and like 30 seconds go by and she's like, wait, hang on. And then she hunkers down and does detect magic. <laughs> and uh, she, she feels many auras coming from all around. What aura are you looking for in particular though? As you, focus in and manage to figure out um maybe a wondrous aura perhaps an intelligent one <laughs> not sure exactly how specific an aura needs to be <laughs> so you sit there and you just hear headbands headbands for sale. we got your intelligent headbands your charismatic headbands you sir you sir like look like you need some wisdom as a guy walks by and the guy kind of takes it as a slight all right fine 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 maybe you don't maybe your pretty lady wants to be more charming and he decks the guy in the face and he falls into the mud and he's like ah rough customers rough customers as he's doing this he locks eyes with lillian and goes you you look like you just lost intelligence and then gained it again perhaps you'd like to gain even more and not through transmutative abilities i am one for insightful natures okay so lillian is gonna link arms with tammy and like approach so lillian i guess it's just like stooping quite low yeah. to do. <laughs> she picks up Tammy. <laughs> this would have worked much better if you were a dwarf. <laughs> She's going to stroll over to the headband. Uh, cart. It, I imagine. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a stand and he has like one of those sunglass things uh, that you turn around and it has different headbands hanging. Is it a sunglass hut? <laughs> 
Uh, no, it's a headband hut. Um, <laughs> how dare you? A, a distinctly uh, non-copyright infringing headband hut. Um, show us your smallest intelligence headbands. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have these. Even though you said it like three times. <laughs> well, it depends on what you want. We have these ray bands, as well as. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he has uh, a headband of vast intelligence plus two. Uh, so two, hey. gonna find the smallest one, and she's gonna lay it on Tammy's head. How does that fit? And it's like uh, there's a little indent on Tammy's head from wearing her previous one, and it slides over and it fits like a glove. And she goes, "Oh, fits perfectly." I'd like to think there's like a tan line, like a <laughs> darker <laughs> green, lighter green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where the headband. Just... <laughs> William's gonna go ahead and get it. Aw, that was really Aww. sweet. Man, and I do love people helping out people. Lillian, why don't you take a flavor dice Aww. for that kindness of you spending your gold Lillian's on Tammy? Lillian's going to take nice. a flavor dice and give it to a loot. Just give it to everybody. Uh, Poe, what are you looking to buy? Poe's trying to find the nearest maiden who might know how to make a helm. Or own a helm uh, that they're willing to part with. Uh, you look over and you see a beautiful maiden, eight feet tall, Helmets? Who wants your helmets over here? I got your helms. I got your helmets. Anything that you want. Spiked? Not spiked? Antlered? Not antlered? Come get your helmets. Sword? We're going that way. Walks over. Are you French? Because my damn. <laughs> Did you not just hear me talk? I am clearly not French. Well, here's the thing. I'm not one to bias. You can be you, babe. Anyway, I'm looking she for bends, a helm. She bends down maybe like a foot and a half taller than Poe. I like it when a man's direct. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. This is fantastic. You're going to love my sword. Very direct. Um... And the sword <laughs> interposes between you and it. It's like, Careful! She may be evil! <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you, she is not a foe. She's not a foe that you need to worry about. Thank you, thank you, sir. Oh, my gosh. Um, Would you say so... she's not opposed? <laughs> Oh. Um, I'll go home. <laughs> oh, wait, you are. Home. <laughs> oh, wait. Anyway, I'm looking for a helm. Um, and it's got to be kind of plate in shape, covered in plumes, preferably in like a mohawk type state. And I would love it when I put it on my head if I had a really gravelly voice. I'm specifically looking for a maiden's helm. Well, we don't have anything that matches that. And then she pulls back the curtain, except this helmet. And it's exactly what you just described. Perfect. Do you <laughs> want to go to dinner later? Oh, absolutely. Okay. You I'll can pick me up here, or I can just meet you inside the, the, the Defender's Heart. I hear there's this fantastic place called Cheddar's, so see you there at six. And as, as you walk away, she goes, Boy, howdy, I do love it. You go Cheddar's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Didn't even chatters. get her name. Just sly as you could be, buying a maiden's helm and slipping out. <laughs> which cheddar? She's going to show up thing. at the yeah, wrong which cheddar. Which giant Swedish woman are you, are you going to be able to identify her when she walks into the bar later? <laughs> I guess we'll find out next time on the final crusade uh roll a a perception check (laughs) (laughs) alu what are you looking for Uh, i'm gonna be looking for anyone that's selling anything to do with archery or bows or specifically arrows and what i'm looking for first off is an efficient quiver now that i'm gonna be shooting potentially five shots around 20 arrows doesn't seem like it's gonna cut it (laughs) That's fair. You look around and you just see a, a guy. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, does anyone? Uh, uh, I. Uh, oh God. I just. I only have this one quiver, and no one seems to want. Please, sir. I have children. And he's just kind of carrying a quiver on one shoulder, kind of half acidly. And you come by him. It's like, sir. Do you need? Do you need an efficient quiver? Uh, that's, that's all I got. And my kids need shoes. Lowball him. Lowball him. <laughs> oh. He seems desperate. Lowball him. Ah, jeez. Old Gil can't get a uh, break. Alu is going to look at him and see how desperate he is. Like, yes, of course. I will gladly take that off your hands. And then as I hand over the 1800 gold, I slip in an extra 10. It's like, please take care of your family. I will, oh. but this actually costs 1,900 gold, and it feels like you're really shortchanging me. <laughs> really? Because I'm looking online, and it says that it's 1,800 GP. You know what? That's fair. I was actually trying to pull one over on you. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs away. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. And you find yourself an efficient quiver. Errol, what you looking for? Uh, Errol's going to head towards the kind of blacksmithing district. And he's he's got his uh, his mind set on a a new weapon, the uh, the dwarven war axe has been his uh, his go to weapon since he started this adventure, and he's looking to after his brush with death and meeting uh, some uh, Saren Ray's devotees. Um, he's going to. Look for a a shiny new scimitar. You walk up, and this guy has this wall full of weapons. Nice to meet you. I'm Light Arrow Shield. Oh, what a coincidence. I'm Arrow Light Shield. I don't see the coincidence at all. <laughs> oh, you must be right. Hey, hey, what's that one back there? Looks <laughs> looks like what I'm looking for. Looks like it's a plus one cold, cold iron scimitar. Is that what you want? Oh, that's that's exactly what I want. That's all, that's all I sell. So that's good news. And you look around, and he actually only sells <laughs> plus one cold iron scimitars. He's got the <laughs> abundance of them. <laughs> I do one thing, and I do one thing well. No. That's what they say about the arrow shields. <laughs> we make great plus one cold iron scimitars. <laughs> so, so I've heard. Oh, yeah. there, there you are. Your reputation precedes you. How dare you? And he walks away from his own stall. Yeah. Like, oh, well, looks like I'll be taken over here. Carry on without me. <laughs> An arrow exits the adventure. <laughs> moving in on Poe's lady. Oh. He's like, oh, uh, oh, 
I'll trade you a deck from this card, or a card from this deck for one of them swords. Oh my god! No, roll of diplomacy. <laughs> oh no, shit. my charisma is shit. But that's fair. What is your charisma modifier? A minus one. Okay. What is your sense motive? Uh, a nine. Okay, perfect. Because he is literally just a mirror image of you. He has a plus nine to sense no, motive. No, wait, it's the opposite. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what am I doing again? No. Roll, roll a diplomacy. No, roll a bluff. A bluff check. But that's not really a bluff, because I will give him a card. <laughs> What's your bluff? Is it the same? No, my my diplomacy is a little bit better. Fine, I'll give you diplomacy. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> These fucking cards. <laughs> roll the natural one. Okay. <laughs> well, I rolled a six, which is a 15. He's like, damn it. I think you have to pull the card Say what you will about, about the arrow shield, but mm-hmm. light's not one to fall for such thing. I only take gold or massages from giants, and you're not a giant. Well... Used to know one. Oh. I don't know what that's indicating. (laughs) Now give me your gold. We just met today. Zooms in on Errol's eyes. We see him gloss over a little bit. Um, Then he pulls the the gold out. Throws a pouch on the table. That would have been something. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Berated by a dragon. (laughs) Yeah. What's going on here? Oh, Oh, no. Uh, we go to the gambling division of the market. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, fucked up. Tammy. 10,000 gold. Pick a card. Tammy, what are you hoping to get? Don't worry, buddy. I'm almost there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we but should. I have a plan, but it, it's all like a cohesive thing. So you all kind of continue, and I just need like 10 more minutes. Alu's got right. a couple more items to shop for as well. You see someone else. It's definitely the guy you saw before uh, with glasses on, but with a fake nose and a fake mustache. What are you looking to buy? Uh, I'm looking to buy a bunch of arrows and a ring of protection. Plus one. He ha- he has uh, another quiver full of a bunch of arrows. And then in one hand, he has on a, a uh, golden band. Uh, sorry, a uh, golden necklace, a single ring. Ah, geez. I just I need to sell these arrows. Otherwise, my kids are going to go hungry. I'll take those arrows. Do you happen to have uh, uh, 20 blunt arrows and 20 incendiary arrows on you as well? Uh, I mean, old Phil would never lie to you about that and hands you the arrows, and it does seem to be 20 incendiary and 20 blunt arrows. And his quiver is now empty, and he goes, (laughs) ah, but I just really need to sell this ring. I'll buy it for you for 10 less GP. Oh no, old old Phil would never never part with with such necessary items. Please give me the full market value, otherwise I'll have to call over the guard. Could I could I sense motive on him or uh, just absolutely see, or, like detect? His what are you sensing motives much? on? Well, I'm trying to see he, if he actually has kids that he needs to feed. <laughs> like, is oh, it, that's is, fair. It, is it painfully <laughs> obvious that he's just trying to scam me, or is he legit? Oh yeah, go ahead. Roll roll uh roll sense motive. Um. Nope, I got rolled natural one. Oh my god. You you are not only so certain that he has children, you think that you may see one or two off in the corner, like hiding, peering, like watching their father sell, desperation in their eyes. Uh anyone else that'd be standing next to you would just identify it as two cats, but you for sure think because you forget that he's not a cat folk, but you're a cat folk and you get a little twisted up inside. Fine, I'll give you full market price for that. Oh, old Phil's going to finally get some shoes. And then he runs away again. <laughs> and nice Italian loafers. <laughs> and he puts them on and 
mud gets splashed on him immediately. From oh, the Phil wouldn't wear those along. shoes around these parts. <laughs> Anyone else need anything else? If we end up by chance with a thousand extra gold laying around, Poe would also like a ring of protection, but that overdoes his his wallet and by it, a thousand. So we'll we'll see what how things shake out. There's a there's a good chance that Errol might pass his off if he starts to use uh, protection from evil and shield of faith a little bit more often. Uh, Lillian, roll me a perception check, please. Seventeen. Seventeen. Whilst you all have been out in the market, for the first time your hand moves to your familiar pouch and you realize that it's empty and that you don't know how long it's been empty for. Luna? Luna, she's going to whistle. You look to the tree branches, and you see a little thrush sitting there. It turns its eye and looks at you, and it flies closer, landing on a signpost just to the right of your shoulder, looking on, tweeting away. She's going to, you know... Find a little crumb somewhere in her deep within her pockets of her robe and is going to pull it out and is going to try to coax her down. Luna jumps from the signpost into your hand and pecks at the few crumbs in it. She then moves from your hand down your arm up into your shoulder and sidles along it. She rubs lovingly against your cheek. She then fluffs up once more, gives a good shake, looks at you with a kind tweet, and flies away. She lands in a tree, not too far away, you can still see her. Perhaps you're a bit perturbed by her not listening to you. Then all at once, your veins go cold and your heart stops as you see a cat that begins to stalk it on the branch. It moves slowly towards Luna. Luna! Luna! Come here! As you call out, the bird stops preening itself and looks up to you and then sees the cat. The cat moves a little swifter now and seems to pounce on Luna. Lillian's going to let out a yelp. You stop frozen for a moment, but then you notice that the cat is simply cleaning the bird. Mm -hmm. You watch as the cat nuzzles the bird on its head. And the little bird tweets happily and takes to flight. The cat then turns towards you. And though the branch is 100, 200 feet away, it flies from there to you, landing on the signpost. Well, child, it's been some time, but... Your mother thought that you could use my help. 
wait a minute. I know you. You do, if only from a time so long ago. Where's Luna? She is gone. But I promise you that she will live a happy life. But your mother saw fit that it was my time to teach you and take your hand. Don't worry. I promise to keep you safe. And she'll know that I am. And I guess we'll have to see what that all means Whoa. next what time the on the final crusade. What's happening? I just like, I, I don't know, nothing more confusing than you all pulling seven magical cards and completely destroying my good time. That was the biggest shock of this episode. <laughs> yeah, because that was, <laughs> was intense. <laughs> Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo, Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo, Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo, Inc. and Paizo product, please visit paizo.com. <laughs>